Welcome, everybody. This is Paul with the Discovery It Podcast. We're going to be talking about savoring alone time today, and we're going to have Courtney to go ahead and uh, present it this evening. You want to go ahead and uh, start it, Courtney? Yes, sir. Hey, everybody. Um, first, I want to start with the definition of the word saver. So one of the definitions states the meaning is to enjoy or appreciate completely, especially by dwelling on it. And I know being alone sometimes get a, gets a negative stigma. Um, people don't want to do things alone. They don't want to be alone. But in actuality, it's actually very positive, and it's very, um, it's very good for a part of a self-care regimen. Um, at first, it was very hard for me um, to be alone or to even sit with myself in silence. Um, I would always find something to look at or distract myself with or call somebody over like, hey, you want to hang out or you want to just, you know, sit and talk um, just so I would distract myself with anything other than my own thoughts or my feelings or um, just, you know, really getting to know myself in general. Um, but once I, honestly, once I, I decided that I wanted to get rid of my social medias, which is, it doesn't have to be for everybody. It was just a good uh, way for me to start. Um, I deleted my social media accounts, and there were less things I could run to to occupy my time. And I started to really sit with myself in the silence. And sometimes I would even sit with myself in the dark. After a while of doing that, the lonely silence turned into comforting silence. And what I mean by that, it was almost, it was almost like I was in an embrace of myself in my, in my loneliness or in my solitude, I would say. Um, and once I started to really embrace myself, I started to actually learn things about myself that I would not have learned before with, with all of the other opinions in the room or the other feelings in the room. I just had myself and my own feelings. So I then in turn started to analyze those feelings and analyze, you know, things that make me happy or things that make me sad or things that I genuinely enjoy doing. And I had to learn to understand why I was feeling what I was feeling just by taking the time to be with myself and only myself. Um, And it turned into something that I really enjoy doing now, like sometimes my my friends and everyone will say, hey, you want to hang out or, hey, you want to go do something? And I would say, I kind of promised myself tonight I would just be with myself and really, you know, take an inventory of my week or my day or just really soak in what I was going through or what I was feeling. And, And it's really a a positive thing to do because then you you really learn how to, you know, attract things that genuinely are good for you and things that you genuinely like without the influence of others or the opinions of others. Without that time I had with myself, I wouldn't have learned 
so much about myself. I wouldn't have learned how I interact in certain in in certain um, instances, or I wouldn't have learned how to quiet my mind. I wouldn't have learned how to really love myself. Um, and it's a it's a hard thing for people to do most of the time, but I've learned to quiet my mind so I can just listen to sounds around me, take in whatever moments I decide that is beautiful or to pass without really to, you know, take in the things that I think are beautiful and not let them pass by without really stopping and admiring it, even if it's a sunset or if it's, you know, the way the rain is hitting on the ground slightly. I don't know, anything that you find beautiful or anything that you find intriguing, you really have to know yourself in order to really catch those things. And to know yourself, I I really think that it's important for you to have that alone time, for you to really, like the definition says, to really dwell on it, to really dwell on who you are as a person and to completely appreciate you as a person and I, and I feel like in turn with appreciating yourself in that alone time, you then attract other people who appreciate you for those things that you appreciate about yourself. And even those things that you don't appreciate about yourself that you've noticed in that alone time, you'll attract people who appreciate those things as well. And I really believe that what you put in is what you get out. And if you put into yourself, you know, you take that time to stare in the mirror and point out 10 things that you love about yourself instead of taking pictures and posting it and getting, oh, you look good, you look good, or, oh, I don't like that. You'll look at yourself and say, you know what, I like that. I love that. And when you love that or anything about yourself, you put that out into the world and it attracts what you put. It attracts that love for yourself. It'll attract someone who or something that really brings you joy. And a couple benefits I think are really important for alone from alone time is it makes you comfortable with yourself. Like I stated, it helps you be more productive because when you're in that space, you think of all of the things that you could be doing right now, and you do it because. What else is there for you to do except for better yourself and be productive towards the things that you really enjoy doing or the things that you really want to do? It helps you make choices without influences from others, um, without the, oh, are you really going to like that? Do you think that's good? Like, it doesn't matter what they think because it's only you in this moment. And you in this moment, if that's the choice that you're going to make, then that's the choice that you're going to make. And you, without that alone time, or without being with yourself, you're really kind of leaning on other people as a crutch or as, a, uh, as someone to say, oh, that's good. No, you have to make that choice for yourself. And when you're with yourself, you can make that choice consciously. And, and even when you're constantly doing that alone time, you can train your mind to subconsciously think positive things and to, to say, this is what I want. And subconsciously, if you tell yourself this is what you want, then consciously it is going to be what you want if you, if you keep up that repetition. And it helps you, alone time helps you take inventory on your life and really 
analyze where you've been, where you are, and where you're going. And if you need to make any of those changes, that time will give you, if you need to make any changes, that time will give you the opportunity to adjust in the way that you feel it needs to be adjusted because without that time, you will never know. Because Paul always says, you don't know what you don't know. And if you're sitting with yourself, you'll eventually know. If you really take that time to, you know, take that inventory of what's going on in your life, what has been going, what had been going on, and where you think it's headed, with where it's leading you. I've learned also that it helps me uh, rest my brain and think more clearly. So when I say rest my brain, it gives me that time to meditate and do yoga and really quiet my mind so then I can really focus on the things and hone in on those things that are really important to me versus the things that are just going on that I feel like I need to pay attention to. It, it really helps you hone in on those things that you feel are important for your life or you feel are important for you. A very good benefit that I talk about all the time is it, te- it taught me and it teaches you to enjoy the silence. Because before I just, I couldn't stand the silence. I needed the music playing. I needed a TV going. I, I needed somebody in my ear talking because I wasn't, willing to really know myself. I wasn't really willing to discover my it and, you know, realize all of the things that I thought I was in control of, of, but I really wasn't. Um, And in that alone time and in that silence that alone time sometimes creates, um, I was able to really, you know, look at all of those things that my it was controlling and my it was telling me. And I, and I, and I thought, huh, you know, this is, this is really important because without this silence, without this moment that I'm in right now, I wouldn't have realized those things. And I, and I say I give a lot of credit to Paul, but I also give a lot of credit to myself because Paul introduced me to my it, but now I'm learning to control my it. I'm learning to say, no, I'm in charge. You're still there, but I'm in charge, and you can't tell me what I need, what I want. I'm going to tell me what I need and what I want. And in my alone time, I really focus on what I need and what I want, and without the, the sounds of everything else around me that's going on in the world, because it can get stressful because you're listening to the news, you're, you're um, listening to the radio, you're listening to everything that's going on around you, but not really knowing what's going on with you. And I feel alone time gives you that, that, those moments that you really need, and it's really good for your mental health to stop, silence everything, and just sit with yourself. Sometimes it's very hard, it's, and, not, and it's not, it, most of the time it's not easy. <laughs> but once you, once you do it um, in, a consistent, in a consistent way, it becomes so much easier. It becomes almost like breathing to just be with yourself. It's, it becomes like a warm blanket almost. Instead of other people comforting you, you learn how to comfort yourself. And I think that's very important um, 
especially in this day and age of, of Internet and social media, you need to learn how to comfort yourself because you can't always look for that comfort in other people because you're not going to get the comfort that you need. You're going to get the comfort that they want to give you. And I've also learned that all the quirks and things about myself and learning to love them in my solitude, including, I mean, like, it really is very powerful to take that time, even if it's an hour a day. Just go away from everything and really, really sit with yourself. Go to the beach, sit with yourself. Go to a park, your favorite park. Sit in your house, in your room, if you have that space to really be with yourself. And just, you know, sometimes I talk out loud to myself. I know nobody's going to answer me, <laughs> but it, I feel like it's a good way to ask yourself certain questions or it's a good way to blurt out whatever is on your mind and you're the only person that can answer that question or you're the only person that could really have a, a good feedback on that wonder that's going on. And like I said before, being, being alone doesn't have to be a sad time. It doesn't mean you're lonely. A lot of people think, oh, you're alone, you're lonely. That's not the case. Um, I'm alone and I'm full. I'm alone in this moment and I'm so full with whatever it is that I'm going through or whatever that I'm thinking and love that I have for myself and the appreciation that I have for myself. And I, I really feel um, passionate about being alone, go to dinner alone sometimes, go to, well, you can't really go to a movie right now because of the pandemic, but do anything alone and it's completely fine and you'll really, instead of feeling like, oh, people think I'm alone or am I being watched because I'm by myself, all of that will go out of the window once you really become comfortable with yourself and I think that's the most important part of being alone and savoring that alone time is becoming comfortable with who you are. Because once you become comfortable with who you are, the sky's the limit. Really, it is. It's, it sounds so cliche, but it, it's so true. And it's, and it's real. Like, loving yourself is a very, very important part of life. Because if you don't love yourself, how can you give love to anybody else if you don't have that love within you? You can give, you know, what you think is love to somebody else, but it may not be the love that they need. It's the love that you feel like you're giving. It's the love that you want to give out to somebody else, but you can't give to yourself. So it's not really genuine because you don't genuinely love yourself. And I feel like alone time helps you genuinely love and appreciate who you are as a person, where you've come from, and where you are going. And I think everyone should take an hour out of each day, even if it's before you go to bed, just take that hour and really sit with yourself and get to know who you are as a person and, you know, learn to love those quirks and those weird things that you think everybody else is, you know, looking or staring at, love them. Because once you love them, you'll find people who don't even look at them that much, that way. They look at them as a, a 
part of a person who is genuinely amazing. And that's how I see myself. So that's, and it, it wasn't always that way. <laughs> it was definitely not always that way. But now that I've learned to control how I think about myself and how I view myself, I think of myself as an amazing person, and I think everybody can see that in themselves as long as they take the time to really take that inventory and become comfortable with who they are and start to love that person. You know, just savor that alone time, guys. Just really, really hone in on the things that make you happy and try not to, you know, get so many other opinions coming at you at one time. Like, it's good to have friends, but at the same time, you have to be your own person. Very, very good, Courtney. Let me ask you, Thank you. the difference between before you discovered it and after you discovered it, is there a difference in your alone time? Yes. It's a very big difference in my alone time because before I discovered my it and before I actually uh, looked at it as something in, that was making me not appreciate myself, my alone time was very sad. I would be, I would just cry out of nowhere in my alone time. I would call up my friends and ask them how their day was going because I just really couldn't be with myself and I was just, I was just so lonely in my alone time. And I just wanted something to fill that void that I was feeling. I wanted someone to be here or someone to, to have a conversation with because I was just, I was avoiding me as a person. I was avoiding me. Um, and now that I don't avoid me, I enjoy my alone time. I don't really care to have anybody else around. Um, I'd much rather have my alone time with, I'd much rather have alone time than be in a room full of people who really don't understand me. I would much rather sit with myself than go to a place where I'm not appreciated as a person. And before, I would definitely go to that place where I'm not appreciated as a person because I didn't appreciate myself. Very good, very good. That was a good presentation this evening. Let's ask Jody. Jody, in savoring your alone time, do you uh, do that in any way, shape, or form? Uh, for me, I think that's uh, something I could definitely use, I guess, more more time and attention on. Um, I think for me, sitting by myself was like a way of punishment. So like when I was a kid, you know, you get too rambunctious or something, we always told her, get in trouble. That was one of our punishments is to go sit on the steps and just, just wait. So that probably doesn't help with my, I guess, feelings towards sitting and being alone. So uh, the other thing is, you know, so learning to become comfortable with that. And I think for me, too, is um, like Courtney mentioned, for me, I like to, I was always like looking for acceptance and looking for attention. And so for me to like be by myself, I kind of felt like she was mentioning like just kind of being alone. Like I always wanted to like be around people and do things and um, always looking for some sort of attention or appreciation um, and acceptance. So um 
like doing different things like uh, meditation and journaling. So I've done some of that in the past, um, but it's definitely not part of my, my daily anymore. So I really need to get, get back into doing that and, you know, just doing some reflection and, uh, like she said, inventory, taking a look at things, looking at the things that I think I can improve and things that I you know I can change and just kind of looking at different emotions. And a lot of times, you know, like she said, just we get busy and, you know, a lot of times I'll, I'll go to bed and I set my alarm for like the last minute I have to wake up to get ready and go to work. And, you know, being able to set my alarm and get up early and have that extra time to, to just sit and reflect and, you know, do it without the distractions, without the social media. Um, my phone's kind of neat. I haven't used it yet. I've tested it out, but it has a, has a, like a focus uh, little setting and you can turn the focus setting on and it pretty much will just mute everything for like a certain period of time. And you can set it for like, you know, if you have like a phone call, like somebody important is going to call you and things like that. So um, definitely need to work on that um, myself. So this is a really good talk. And I think it'd be a good way for me to start applying a bunch of those techniques. Thanks, Paul. Thank you, Jody. That was very good. Carlson, how would you apply alone time? Do you utilize alone time with yourself? Uh, yes, I do. And like what Courtney said earlier, from how her alone time was before her journey as self-discovery to now, I would always use that more of like a dwelling mood and and I would isolate myself from others. But now I'm able to to actually like recognize that that alone time is is like really helpful for me because it helps me like like recognize like myself and help me accept myself for who I am and I'm able to just like think about like about situations or just plan things for, for, for my future a lot more smarter than and when I don't have alone time. So I use my alone time to to mainly think and and reflect about myself. Very good. Appreciate that, Carlson. Anybody else want to uh, talk about uh, uh, savoring alone time before we get off the uh, session this evening? All right. Uh, Courtney, thank you very much for the presentation, and Jody for your input, and uh, Carlson. Really enjoyed the uh, presentation this evening. We look forward for everybody being on call next Thursday night at 730. The call-in number is 515-604-9530. Use access code 655-145. We will see y'all next week. Thank you now.